Hello, this is Robert Lee. And Sam. And welcome once again to Third Row from the Front. We are joined, as usual, by Bane and Bruce Wayne having their Friday evening bones. <laughs> so you'll hear that crunching in the background. Tonight's movie is The Marvels. It is the 33rd movie in the MCU. Uh, I just looked that up. Um, and it is a sequel to both Captain Marvel and the uh, Miss Marvel uh, Disney Plus show. Um, so in this one, we once again get uh, Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Carol Danvers. We get Tiona Paris as the grown-up version of Monica Rambeau, who we saw in whose character we saw in Captain Marvel and then um, as a little girl. And then uh, she also came out as an adult in um, WandaVision. And rounding out the list is, I think her name is Iman Vellani. And she, that sounds right. <laughs> and she plays uh, Kamala Khan, who is Miss Marvel in the Disney Plus show. Um, so in this movie, there's a villain who's basically took over the role of um, Ronan the Accuser from like the, and he was in Guardians of the Galaxy, and then he also came out in Captain Marvel. Um, uh, he's a Kree. He was a Kree, uh, like, warrior, soldier, or whatever. And so in this one, it's a female uh, that's taking over, basically taking over his role as trying to uh, free the Kree people from, I guess they're living in this... Um, their home their home world has been pretty much like not destroyed but it's been tarnished and the sun doesn't shine anymore and um they're living in darkness and so she promises to basically um restore their their planet by stealing the resources of other planets um and in order for her to do that she needs these two bracelets well uh, one of them happens to be the bracelet that Kamala Khan got in the Miss Marvel show, and that's kind of how she got her powers. Um, all the while, anytime any three of them, the Marvels, use their powers, they are uh, switching places. And so they're trying to figure out how the heck that happened. And of course, it has something to do with this whole thing with the villain uh, creating these these portals uh, to other worlds and stuff. Um and so they're dealing with that, trying to figure out what the heck's going on, why they're switching bodies, and how to how to use that, I guess, to their benefit after a while. And uh, you also get Samuel Jackson returning as Nick Fury, and uh, lots of stuff, lots of little cameos here and there. But uh, we'll get more into that as we go along. But uh, oh, I guess I should mention before we get into it that right now. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, I think it's got a 62% approval rating, which isn't terrible, but it's not great either. It's actually one of the lower-rated Marvel movies. Um, but that being said, Sam, what did you think of The Marvels? Yeah, I think I'd agree with that tomato rating. Like, it wasn't bad, and I liked it, actually, but it just wasn't, like, the greatest Marvel movie. And I think also, I'm just kind of, we're kind of already numb to the whole, like, oh, here we go. We have these outer space people trying to kill all of our, you know, people and planets. Like, so we need these superheroes to do all this CGI fighting to save us. Superhero fatigue has definitely set in, and it's, 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 like you said, it's, a very common plot device where it's like this, this new villain 
And like you said, they're, I'm going to destroy the, you know, the hero because they did something wrong in the past. And it's always yeah. that. It's always like they did something wrong either unknowingly or, you know, whatever, but I'm going to get revenge and that means killing pretty much everybody. So Yeah, so I think that's kind of also why I was just like, eh, like, I just feel like, I don't know. That, not that the story just... I mean, it's been done, like we just said. Yeah. It's been done over and over again. But I love Brie Larson. I'm a huge Brie Larson fan. They showed off her abs a little bit, which <laughs> yeah. I'm glad because mm-hmm. she works hard for those abs. Actually, I wish they would have showed a little more abs, <laughs> but um, I just love Brie Larson. And I love the girl that plays Kamala Khan. I, I really liked the Miss Marvel show. And I just like her. And, like, I, I'm just happy to, like, see her and her family on screen. And yeah. Stuff. And she essentially is, like, of the three, she's, like, the the comic relief because yeah. she's, like, this fangirl of Captain Marvel. That's why yeah, she named herself Miss Marvel. Teenager. Yeah. Yeah. So I like her. She didn't disappoint. Her family didn't disappoint. They were funny, too. Um, but it was really cool to see them two, them three uh, work together. And I like how they had um, like a slow motion when all three of them are going after the bad guy. Cause that's like a, not like a Marvel signature shot, I guess just any superhero yeah. signature shot, but Marvel does those well. Um, like the best one that I've seen is in Avengers Endgame when they show all of the female characters coming oh, yeah. after uh, what's his face all at once in slow Thanos. motion. Like, oh, I cry every time I see that. So I was, I liked that they put that in this movie too. <clears throat> um, they had some other like funny things about the movie, but also just kind of like, it was just kind of like, what? <laughs> like they had, you know, how from the previous uh, movies or shows or whatever, we find out how Nick Fury loses an eye and it's because of like this alien cat that's called... Yeah, I forget what the name is, but it's not It's not actually a cat. It just looks like a cat. But Yeah, I forgot what it was called. But they had a bunch of those and that was, you know, supposed to be like a really funny part in the film, which was like, okay, like now you're just being silly. Like y'all just couldn't think of another way to do this. Yeah, I feel like after after uh, Taika Waititi came in and started making the silly um, Thor movies, like everyone just decided, hey, let's just make all these movies silly and weird. Yeah, that was weird. And then when they visit a planet, everyone's like singing on this planet. That was just kind of like weird too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I and it's, I mean, yeah, it was kind of a weird moment. And it was just like, okay, I guess let's go with it. But yeah, it was also very... Yeah, I feel like it went on longer than it needed to. Um, But yeah, I mean, 63% is accurate, I'd say. Like, I liked it. I like, you know, the the three Marvels. And it wasn't like a terrible movie. I think it's just like you said, the superhero fatigue has just set set in. So it's just like nothing new now. It's like routine now. So it's just kind of like, okay, it's just here's the same story with different characters now. So, Um, but I mean, it was fun to watch. So if you're not into the Marvel or superhero movies, obviously y'all aren't going to watch this. But um, it was definitely better than 
the last Thor movie and that like, movie was like it so wasn't it, it's not the worst Marvel movie is what I'm saying. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um it was at least entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh Thor was just bad. It was just like trying to be funny, but it wasn't. And then I mean, what was it? What's the lowest rated one right now? Oh, I think the lowest rated is still Ant Man Quantumania, which I kinda don't understand because that movie wasn't like amazing, but it wasn't terrible either. But I guess the thing is with a lot of these phase four and phase five movies, there's there's no reason for them to exist. It's almost like they're just I don't know, it's weird. It's like they're not i again, I've said this before, but I feel like these stories aren't going anywhere. Yeah. Like at least with like going back to phase one, okay, you had introduction of iron man incredible hulk thor and captain america and then the last movie in that phase was the avengers Mm -hmm. that's six movies in the because they had an iron man too but that's six movies right there and um that was an awesome phase like that was such a great way to start and then you know of course leading up to the avengers endgame and all that you knew where you were going the whole time you're like okay they're talking about these infinity stones and the infinity you know, there's something to do with, with Thanos and this the Infinity Gauntlet. And, of course, it all leads up to that. This one, it's supposed to be with the multiverse. And then it kind of ties in with uh, Kang the Conqueror, which is, you know, Jonathan Major's character, which that's a whole other thing. But it doesn't feel like it's going there. Like, I'm like, where – when is it going to – When I guess when are the threads going to start meeting? Because we have all this stuff going on with the multiverse – and I mean, even that, in that Spider-Man movie, you had stuff going on in the the uh, Doctor Strange movie. You have stuff going on in Loki, the TV show. You have stuff going on in, um, uh, well, in this one too. The multiverse gets touched on uh, towards the end, but it's like I don't understand wh- when they're gonna everything's gonna start kind of making sense together. And so right now, it just feels like we're already in phase five, and I'm like, okay, where are we where are we headed? It doesn't. It doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Um, yeah, I feel like that Shang Chi movie was a million years ago. Yeah, and that was part of this this new phase, which is crazy. Like you're right, it, it feels like so old. Um, but uh, yeah, that's another thing. And none of these characters are ever like meeting up again. Like in the old phases, you know, someone would pop up. And you're like, oh, there's you know Cap- Captain America. You know, he's in you know thor or whatever you know they like they would kind of pop in and and you'd start to see that they were going to link up together later Mm -hmm. this one i don't feel like anybody finally we see kind of something in this movie where i'm like okay and that's another thing the more the most interesting parts to me were like the end of the movie and then the post credit like the mid credit scene i was like oh now we're getting somewhere cool but um i'm not gonna give that away obviously but the the it was entertaining enough, but I do I do like the the interaction or the interplay between the three characters. I wish just wish they were in a better movie or a better story. Yeah, because the story itself was pretty. Like you said, it was pretty underwhelming. It reminded me a lot of like the the Thor movie. Like you have you know Christian Bale playing this badass character, and he's just going around killing gods or whatever, and that sounds like a cool story plot line. But then yeah. it just doesn't really go anywhere either. So that's the even when I saw the trailer for this, I was like, "Oh, that's the villain." It just seemed very underwhelming. Like I was like, "Okay, it's another, another pissed off, you know, somebody that someone that, we don't know, someone we don't know, and then someone that was wronged by the main character." And I feel like they did that to death, even in the first three phases. Like that's, the, that's that was the whole plot of um, uh, Captain America: Civil War. That guy that you know his 
his uh, family was killed in that whole uh, Avengers thing. And then so he was seeking revenge on Iron Man. You know, it's like, all right, we get it. You know, the 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 heroes mess up from time to time or, you know, uh, what do they call it? Collateral damage. And then, of course, Mm -hmm. there's always going to be somebody that's going to seek revenge. But um, I just feel like that storyline has been done to death. There hasn't been a... An interesting villain, I feel like, since, like, well, Thanos, but, like, Michael B. Jordan's character in Black Panther. I think that was, like, one of the most interesting and, like, uh, nuanced character uh, villains because you you start to kind of go, yeah, this guy's got a point. Like, I sympathize with him. And, of course, Marvel has to do something to make him unlikable. So there's a scene where he, like, chokes out one of the women in in uh, Wakanda and you're like oh he's a bad guy but but other than that I'm like I could get I could get in line with his with yeah. his his uh philosophy but anyway um that's the kind of villain I wish we could get like again like yeah. some, somebody that was interesting and you're like oh this is this is different you know or even Loki like Loki is one of those mm-hmm. interesting villains that's become like an anti-hero and now he's got his own show and you're like rooting for him to win and stuff <laughs> so which we still need to watch that last episode by the way um but yeah, uh, th- this one had definitely a villain problem where it was just kind of like a boring villain. Like I was just like, I was, yeah. anytime she came on the screen, I was like, that's when I started losing interest. Yeah. It was more interesting to see them like switch places and how they were dealing with um, their powers and stuff and their interactions than it was to see them go up against the, yeah. the villain. The fight scenes were cool, but I don't know. It was just like, I don't care about this villain at all. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's it's a... It's definitely not like, oh, my God, this was an amazing movie, but it's definitely not. I know there's a lot of people that are like, this movie is terrible. This movie was the worst Marvel movie. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's definitely not. not. It's but it's it's just a it's just a average Marvel movie is what it is. Yeah, it needed a better story and a better villain. Yeah. So don't believe those reviewers that are saying it's the worst Marvel movie movie ever. I think. I think they're just upset that there's three women, two of them of color, that are in this movie. Um, no, but seriously, like, it's it's not terrible. It's it's yeah. it's it's definitely way better than Thor: Love and Thunder. I still wouldn't. I'll never <laughs> rewatch that movie ever. That, that would be like torture for me. Um, but uh, you know, it's nothing that's gonna knock your socks off. Like I said, the most interesting part is the last like 15 minutes of the movie, uh, yeah. and. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. I, I'm uh, I'm glad that um, Iman Kalani is getting, you know, an opportunity like this to be in this mm-hmm. big movie though because she she really is cool. She's she's funny and yeah. she's she's uh, um, I'm glad to see that she's getting this kind of uh, attention. Me too. So um, I guess that wraps it up for the Marvels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's in theaters now. I'm sure it'll be on Disney plus in a m- couple months here. Um, I mean, obviously if you're a Marvel person, you're going to go see this in theaters. If you're like one of these people, that's like, Oh, I haven't seen all the Marvel movies. Uh, you know, you just watch them when you can, I would say, wait for this to be on Disney plus. You don't need to go see it in the theater. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that wraps it up for the Marvels. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at third row from the front. Also, Subscribe to our podcast so you're sure to get our newest episode whenever it comes out. And we'll talk to you next time on Third Row from the Front. Bye. Bye.